Welcome, my friends, to another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. And we are going into, I don't have the exact number, but we're into almost, oh no, I do. Asatya, you're actually my 50th interview. Isn't that awesome? Oh, That's so that. awesome. Yes. Yeah, I was setting it up today. I'm like, 50, I've done 50 of these. It's so amazing in almost two years. So that's, uh-huh. that's um, like 12, 24 a year. And every two weeks-ish is how I release these. I love that. Anyway, hello, friends. <laughs> I'm your tribal hostess, your movement motivator, your passion instigator. I am Paulette Riestini, and I love bringing you these episodes of Heart and Hustle with amazing women. Actually, one man. I've done one man. Uh, interviewed one man, <laughs> and, and um, I know. Whoops, that was a little slip there. Um, and I just love bringing these people who are so inspired and so inspiring, and so making great change in the world, and bringing good to so many people on so many different levels in so many different ways which is amazing from artists to dancers, to healers, to coaches, to writers, to, I mean, I just love that I get to share all these amazing people with you and that I get to actually sit here and talk to them. That's my job and I love it. (laughs) So today I get to bring you this amazing spiritual dancing angel woman. who does so many amazing things, Satya Leela. And Satya, how are you, darling? I'm great. Oh, I'm, I'm so good. I'm so happy to have you here and so happy to be able to spend this time with you. So you do, you do. You've been in your field of different specialties for over 30 years, I think you said, right? You've been a kind of an independent entrepreneur. Uh-huh. Is, that, is that right? I've done many things during those 30 years, but yes, I, I, it has been about 30 years that I've been wow. working in, with healing and um, uh, inspiring people spiritually and doing lots of different modalities. Oh, amazing. And you're also an ecstatic dancer. Yes. <laughs> So I, I kind of hooked right into that, being a dancer myself. Um, I think that's so amazing that it's, um, and so important that we continue to move our bodies, especially as we get older. And a lot of women quit doing that, I find, uh, through a lot of my clients. They, they quit moving, they become, and especially with modern technology as well, right? You start to sit on the couch a little bit more, or sit at your desk a little bit more, instead of get up and be in your body. So what do you think about that? Yeah. Well, um, for me, the body is a uh, is the vehicle for um, merging with spirit. It's like if we can if we can get just the right lineup of body and spirit, then I think that's the key to mm. ascension or enlightenment or whatever you call it. And um, what I've noticed as I've gotten a little older, I my movements have gotten more subtle. I'm not mm-hmm. as wild and you know a, 
as I was, say, in my 30s, that uh, there's a there's a, a subtlety uh, that's a refinement mm. of, uh, it's like go, going more and more towards perfection of getting just that lineup. So it may not even look from the outside like I'm doing that much, but on the inside, I'm going, mm. Ooh, I love that. It's when I can get. Yeah, it's like the refinement of wisdom. Yes. Yeah. yeah. As a as an as a an elder or a crone or wherever what stage you're in. Oh, I love that. And you know, I, I have a, a quick little story. Years ago when I was teaching, uh, I was probably in my 30s, but I have women of all ages dancing with me. And I had a woman who was in her 60s, and she was just this exquisite dancer. But like you said, really small, refined movements. And I, she taught me so much about growing older in your body and you still using your body as your medium, as your tool yeah. to dance and express yeah. yourself. And I was, because she was just exquisite, but it was so subtle. Yeah. 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 So I totally hear that. That's fantastic. So yeah. you do so much work and right now you're, you're really working with grief. Yes. Um, that got inspired by an experience that I had five years ago. Uh, I'd been before that I'd been working, um, mostly with Tantra for 20 years. I'd done hundreds of workshops. I'd done more than 10,000 client sessions. And then about five years ago, my boyfriend died pretty suddenly. Mm. And it plunged me into a really deep uh, grieving process. It was, it was so, oh my God, it was so intense. It was just um, um, heavy, heavy, sad despair. I was thinking about driving off a cliff. I was, mm. <laughs> I was, I was in such... <laughs> I was fantasizing. I had the cliff all picked out. I was fantasizing because I live up in the mountains. I was. I, I knew the place I was going to go with this long downhill and just keep going straight at the curve at the end of it. And um, so I could be with him again. Mm. And um, um, I thought about that all the time. It was just so, it was like this morbid fantasy. And um, I... Um, I was in that real deep despondency for several months. And then I had this turning point um, one day, it was Thanksgiving weekend and there were a bunch of people at my house and I walked into the kitchen one morning to make breakfast and the place was just like this mess. It was, it was, there was chaos everywhere. You couldn't even see the counters and all I wanted to do was make breakfast and I just was, I just was like, Bleh! <laughs> you know, I, could, I couldn't I exploded at my friends I was just like uh, one, one young woman even apologized for bringing a pie <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I realized that I had to do something my friends were so sweet they all gathered around me and were 
and saying, how can we help? What's going on? And I knew that it wasn't about the kitchen. It was about the, the chaos in, in my right. mind. And uh, so, so I did a couple of things. Um, I, one was it was the dark time of the year and I decided to devote myself to the darkness, to mm. just embrace the darkness, not resist. Because I had spent a lot of time um, trying not to feel it because it was so intense. And um, so I just let myself go into the darkness and I just would go into my temple, this room right here, and I would just like scream and wail and oh my god there were I remember one time I, I came up off the floor and I was like I think I've gone over the edge <laughs> I think I'm insane <laughs> <laughs> and but I knew to keep going right. I knew that that was the path because I could when I did that what would happen is when I cleared out completely there was this light that would come into me and I would actually feel my boyfriend again because he was always there. He just couldn't penetrate through the layers of despair that I had. Wow. Wow. And so, yeah, yeah. So, so I did a lot of that. I also started working with a healer, spiritual teacher who was in another state. Um, I did phone sessions with him and I went to his state and did intensives with him several times. And um, that was really useful because what I did was I, um, um, I was so cracked open anyway. I was so like, um, I had no resistance. <laughs> I was like, you know, when you, sometimes when you think you should do healing work and you want to do it, but you really don't, and you got to crack through all this resistance. I was just like, I was already there. I was like, I have to do healing work. And I did, I healed all the, all the way back into prenatal trauma. I wow. did so much. It was just, it was just like, clear everything away. I'm, I'm cracked open. I may as well just clear it all out. <laughs> you know, just, like, Why stop now? Process, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and he was also, uh, he introduced me to a, a spiritual teacher who I'm still with now. Um, and um, I experienced a really dramatic spiritual awakening. Mm. Um, it was like all that stuff that got cleared out was in the way of the next step I needed to take to um, in my spiritual involvement. And so um, in, in, in clearing, you know, I cleared out, cleared out, cleared out. And I just, I entered this state that was so incredibly in such communion uh, with the light. I mean, I, I can close my eyes and just like, you know, feel, feel like buzzy all over my body with light. It's like cells in my body are going pop, 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 pop. Mm, mm. You know, like the light on a, shimmers on the surface of a lake. Mm -hmm. I can feel my body. Like oh, what a beautiful image and, that is. Yeah, yeah. And, um, 
So I've come at, that was five years ago. I spent most of those five years in seclusion, more or less here on my mountaintop. Um, during that time, I met my current partner who is a wonderful man and meets me so beautifully and deeply and we share a spiritual path and we have so much fun together and he's so kind and loving and I'm so, so, so blessed to be with him and I'm ah. really, really blessed, happy. With so him. beautiful. And, uh, life is good. And I look back at the time when my former boyfriend died and I think often that his death was his last gift to me, that his death cracked me open and gave me the catalyst to do what I needed to do to get to where I am now. So that's, that's what's inspiring me now to work with grieving people is because Whoops, you froze. Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you. Can you hear okay, me? go go back to that sentence. I'll cut that part out. Okay. Uh, working with grieving okay. people now. Okay. Um, so that's that's why I'm so inspired to work with people who are grieving because mm -hmm. it's such an incredible opportunity uh, to reach somebody at a point in their lives where they can do so much change, so much transformation. You know, there's, the resistance is, is so much less than most people have in normal times of their life. Wow, um, really? Um, so, you, just, so you think that when you're in that grief process, your resistance is less because you're, you're um, feeling so vulnerable? Yeah, well, the motivation is higher. Mm, okay. The pain is so great. It's like, I'll do anything to get out of this pain. Right, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, wow. Yes, so the, the motivation is, is, you know, it's like, this, this is really sucks. I need to do something different. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> or or sit, yeah, so, right? Yeah. Right. Well, some people choose that. Right. And I think that's really sad because uh, I, I've seen I've seen people put off, you know, kind of try to just stuff the grief away and move on. And, you know, what happens is that they never really regain um, the full vibrancy of life again. And there's this underlaying pain that's just covered over and there may be kind of going through the motions and maybe there's moments of uh, happiness but there's not a deep sustaining happiness that's there or mm -hmm. that's not related to external events and um and i think that's really sad it is sad because i mean on so many levels like you said you went way back to you know in the womb to release uh, a lot of your past trauma, but I mean, for life is for living, and your partner wouldn't want you to quit living. Uh, one hopes, and and I mean, every person in my life is a gift. You know, whether it's temporary or permanent, it's just a gift, a catalyst, an inspiration, a blessing, right? Yeah. 
And so for us to be able to release release past trauma and past fear and past grief and wow, what incredible work, incredible work that you're doing. So do you, yeah. do you see people mostly one-on-one? Do you see people virtually? I see people virtually and I do intensives. Mm. I do day-long intensives with people where they come here um, and work with me in person and we go off the clock we just, you know, we start at 10 o'clock in the morning and we go till we're done, which is usually five or six hours at least. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot can happen in, in an intensive like that because, you know, if you think about short sessions, you come in and it takes you a while to get there and um, you, you know, it's like you gotta, gotta often I, I notice in, it takes maybe half an hour to 40 minutes for somebody to really start getting into doing the deep work. Um, And if you're done, you know, if you only have an hour, then you only got this little bit of time for deep work. Right, right. But when you you do a day long, you can just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper Mm -hmm. and more and more and more and more. And uh, it's, you can do so much Mm -hmm. in, uh, in the same amount of, you know, session hours Mm -hmm. uh, by clumping it all together like that. So that's one of my favorite ways to work is doing those intensives. That's so good. I've, I've done a couple one day intensives. Mostly I do retreats and, you know, three, four days. Uh, Although I have been looking Mm -hmm. into one day. So that's inspiring that that's how you work a lot Uh, because it's so Uh true. It takes a while to get into the juice, you know, Get yeah. in the space to really do the work. And I do love retreats. Yeah. I love, you know, long weekend immersions, immersions. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, and I do dance festivals that way. And I do um, retreats that way. Uh, and that's really good. So what about, mm-hmm. so what, with the grief aside, of course, that was incredibly painful and life opening for you. But on a, business kind of level what's been your hustle what's been hard uh, in shifting uh, over the years maybe even from what you were doing 10 years ago 20 years ago what's been hard to get to where you are today um well i the thing i'm noticing now i i um you know i didn't see clients for five years after my boyfriend died so i'm really starting up again now mm-hmm. even though i had a thriving practice before i just i just stopped and um and and let me kind of come for a minute what was your so yeah. what was your practice geared toward before your grief practice i taught tantra that's right i taught uh workshops and i did private sessions in sexual healing i worked a lot with sexual abuse survivors Mm. Uh, i worked with men and women Um, uh, i've always had this kind of proclivity for uh the deep uh taboo subject sex and death (laughs) (laughs) scorpio energy (laughs) sex and death okay i love it So well, you, know, um, you got to go where you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like the deep, 
I like the deep work. Uh-huh. It's, uh, I'm, not, I'm not afraid of it. it. It's where I thrive. Oh, that's yeah. good. Oh. Yeah. And do you, um, okay, so I interrupted you. I was just so curious. So, but, so what's no, been that's okay. hard kind of developing this new side of your practice? Well, you know, the thing I'm finding the hardest is there's so much technology now that I never used before. There's like automated scheduling apps and um, payments and, you know, all this I'm, I'm having a really big, Zoom is new to me. I'm having a really big <laughs> learning curve in just dealing with the technology. Mm-hmm. It's like everything, I have all these ideas, I, you know, and everything I want to do, I've got to learn how to do it first. I've started um, shooting videos. I, I go out on hikes and I get inspired. Oh, I could I could give a message to to send out on my to email list about mm-hmm. this here's a thing that would inspire my my readers and um uh well they're not really readers because i'm doing video so i do video and then i was like oh i have to edit it oh how do i do that <laughs> oh my god editing's so hard you know and you know there's like just everything i do it's like oh i have to learn that oh and i have to learn that and <laughs> And unless, so of course, unless of course unless of course we get someone else to do that work for us which is always that fine yes. line for a solo entrepreneur is like can i do i have the extra money to pay other people to do this work or do i really want to learn how to do this work or do i want to do just my work <laughs> i know yeah things that yeah. a lot of people don't yeah. think about when they're on the other side yeah 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 and it's been um you know, uh, I'm, I've been learning about how to present myself to the world in a way that I've never learned before. And um, I wish I had learned it 30 years ago when I first started my first chiropractic practice, you know, because I, 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 was, I was so shy and so self-effacing and I, I just cringed at the thought of going to a networking event and I didn't know what to say to people and you know I was just like you know oh my god it was like hell I'm I'm kind of an introvert (laughs) (laughs) I mean but now I'm an introvert with good social skills that's great that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) I'm still an introvert but uh at least I know how to talk to people now and and I you know I can I can do that but um that that was that was my biggest cha- challenge oh, in bet. doing bet. business. Yeah. It's just and plus when I first started out, I really had no idea what I could do. You know, I I didn't have now I know what I can do. Now I I've had so many sessions and I've seen so much transformation. I can look at somebody and talk to them and be really confident that I can help them. But I wasn't like that 30 years ago when I started, Uh, you know, because I hadn't done it. I didn't have, I didn't have the experience. And so I'm like, well, theoretically, I think I could probably could help you, but you know, that doesn't come over very well. (laughs) Well, So uh, I'm, I'm glad to have had that experience. And and don't you think, I mean, there's, there's so many reasons for that. There's reasons for, learning the new technology and that kind of thing. But, but even as an, um, you know, now I just turned 61 and I feel like 
I love being 61. I love being a crone. I've had a lot of life. I've lived a lot of life and I've lived really big and I love being able to share that and, and, and yeah. give that. And I do have experience and I do have the wisdom, uh, which makes me a great coach for that reason and a great teacher. And, and likewise for you, I'm sure, and the experiences that we've had that a lot of people haven't had, which is also mm -hmm. why we choose this path, I think. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Do you want to yeah. go work in an office in a little cubicle? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, I did that. I did that when I first got out of college in 1977. I worked in a, as a computer programmer for about five years. And I just was like, I want to work with people. Where's the people? Right. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. And it's so good that yeah. you listen to that. Right? I think a lot yeah. of people get stuck and they don't listen. They don't listen to themselves. They don't listen yeah. to their heart. Um, and, but that's also part of your experience. And it, it's what makes you yes. great what you do today is all the things that you've done to lead you to where you are today. Right? Yes. The pain and the pleasure. And the, yes. Yeah. yeah. I look at, I, you know, I, I've had so many different careers. I mean, I went through chiropractic school and did practice chiropractic for three years and then it wasn't right. And I could look at that as a giant mistake, but it gave me such a detailed knowledge of the body that I have used mm. uh, in all the body centered spirituality that I've been teaching for the rest of the, my yeah. varied I mean, careers. And right. I mean, I, similar path. I was, I became a licensed massage therapist in my twenties, uh, along with everything else, you know, got my degree in photography, got my degree in business, got my degree in publishing and writing, <laughs> I've written several books, wow. and books and co coaching. I, you know, mm -hmm. it's all part, it's all makes, makes me yeah. and make my life in my experiences incredibly profound for me, but also part of what I am able to give back. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. So lovely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So many good things to think about. <laughs> yeah. um, is there anything that you would want to share with our, our viewers about business, about life, about moving on? Um, well, I think the message that I really want to share with people now is that there is a gift in every loss. There is the gift of being cracked open and avail available for healing on the deepest level that you can imagine and that it's really an opportunity. It's really, um, yeah, I, I used it um, to get to a place that I never even imagined before. Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of imagined it, but it's way better than what I imagined. <laughs> and, and I know that you can too. Mm. And that's, that's my motivation for wanting to work with people who are grieving is to help 
you find the gift in the loss because I know it's there. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I'm just breathing that in for a minute. Oh, good. So, um, so friends out there in our heart and hustle land, you know, how is this resonating with you? Have you experienced loss or big loss or small loss, right? It doesn't really kind of matter what kind of loss, but if you have allowed yourself to experience that and to go through the process, how's that been for you? Um, you can share with us in the comments and you can also contact Satya if you are looking for guidance uh, because she's amazing. Isn't she amazing? Wow, I'm doing such beautiful work. Thank you for what you are bringing to the world. Thank you. Satya, it's amazing. Mm, and, thank you. Yeah. Thank and you. Um, I think you have um, a video that we can share. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I actually have a couple of gifts for you. One of them is called a video that's called Tears That Cleanse. Mm. And the motivation for that is because tears are a really normal process of grieving, but there's a lot of people try to not cry or cut it off or don't, don't fully release. And this video is uh, wor working on a body and an energetic level of how to get that really deep release uh, so that you clear out completely and so um, it you can um, there's a, a link that you will provide yeah. uh, that um, uh, where you can uh, get this video for free and um, also I'm offering a free gift in the lost phone consultation mm, it's nice. a 45 minute consultation uh, where um, uh, we'll talk about where you are in your grieving process and what kind of challenges you have. And uh, I'll give you my best recommendations for um, working with those challenges. Um, it's a, a normally a 90-minute value. On my website, I offer it for $47, but uh, for your listeners, I'm offering it for free. Aye. So um, I'd be happy to uh, give that to you if we resonate and if it feels like that uh, you'd like to pursue further finding the gift in your loss. Oh, thank you for that. Thank you, Satya. That's a beautiful gift. So I will give you all those links, all my friends out there. And we'll wrap it up with just a, such a beautiful... Uh, I don't know, I just feel this really beautiful peace from in speaking with you and, and the work that you're doing and the gift that you're bringing and that we've been able to share that with you. Uh, and that feels very profound to me today. And so again, Satya, thank you for taking your time to be here with us. Thank you. I love it. Thank you, Heart and Hustle oh, friends gosh. for viewing. And uh, oh, yes. yeah. And until we meet again.